Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, February 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A small group at a cemetery in Milstadt, Illinois, put in the time and emotional effort to give special recognition to children who died way too young. When it's a kid and they've lived a life and then you see other kids out, like they might have been their friends from daycare or uh, school or something, and they grieving, that's just sad. We'll meet the caretakers of a plot they call Babyland in just a few minutes. Missouri's governor will not stop this evening's scheduled execution of a man facing lethal injection for the deaths of his girlfriend and three children. Mike Parson has released a statement saying Missouri will carry out the sentence according to the court's order. He adds the facts of guilt in the case remain. Leonard Raheem Taylor was found guilty in 2008. He maintained he was in California at the time of the killings. St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell is declining to file a motion to vacate the death sentence, but he supports attempts to halt the execution so Taylor's lawyers can further investigate. Taylor is slated to be the third person executed in Missouri in three months. More than 300,000 Illinois residents could lose health insurance coverage if they are declared ineligible when pandemic protections expire March 31st. Sergio Obergon of the Illinois Department of Health Care and Family Services says people who are going to lose Medicaid coverage can purchase insurance from the Affordable Care Act for as low as $10 a month with tax credits. There are certified by the state and the federal government navigators in local communities that can help explain that system and those processes to customers seeking that type of coverage. Open market enrollment ended January 15th, but people who lose coverage can still apply for insurance through the state's portal. Tax credits are based on income and household size. People can find out if they qualify during the application process. St. Charles residents head to the polls today in a primary election for mayor. The results will determine the two candidates running for the job in the city's April 4th general election. Mayor Dan Borkmeyer is seeking a second term. Businesswoman Vanita Powell and city council member Tom Besselman are also on the primary ballot. Residents can vote at Fire Station No. 4 on Boschertown Road, St. Charles West High School, the Family Arena, and the St. Charles County Election Authority. An effort is underway in 12 states along the Mississippi River, including Missouri, to reduce a dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico. It's an area where low dissolved oxygen due to excess nutrients from farms, urban areas, and wastewater treatment plants causes marine animals to leave an area or die. The Missouri Department of Natural Resources has received a $965,000 federal grant to kick off five projects to reduce nutrient runoff. Chris Weiberg with the department's Water Protection Program says Lincoln University in Jefferson City will receive some of the money. To evaluate best management practices, to really figure out what practices have the best um, reduction in effectiveness as it relates to reducing nutrients. Other projects include a nutrient reduction progress tracking dashboard and an educational exhibit at the St. Louis Science Center. Missouri-based UMB Bank is on trial for allegedly self-dealing and brushing aside conflicts of interest. The Midwest Newsroom's Steve Vokrot reports the claims stem from UMB's handling of artwork that belonged to a trust of the late Missouri artist Thomas Hart Benton. 
An attorney for Benton's heirs said during opening arguments that UMB sold artwork held in trust without independent appraisals. The attorney also claimed that UMB allowed insiders, like members of the bank's board of directors and their family members, to buy Benton artwork for low valuations. And they claim that UMB failed to license and copyright Benton's artwork, costing the trust millions. Monday was the first day of what's expected to be a month-long trial. UMB will present its opening arguments on Tuesday. For the Midwest Newsroom, I'm Steve Vokrot. A cemetery in Milstadt, Illinois, has a special place for children who died, many from gun violence. Reporter Kara Anthony introduces us to the people who dig the graves and take care of an area they call Babyland. A cemetery sitting high up on a hill is called Sunset Gardens of Memory. In one corner, everything is smaller. Picture gravestones the size of a license plate. The cemetery workers use little shovels when it's time to dig a new grave. We're in Babyland. This is Babyland. This is where a lot of babies are buried. That's Johnny Hare, ground supervisor here in Millstadt, across the river from St. Louis. His shift starts just after sunrise, and he doesn't stop moving until sunset. How long have you been working here? Oh, 43 years. (laughs) I just can't leave. Hare says he's more than a groundskeeper. He's a caretaker. When a three-year-old girl was shot and killed in the fall of 2021, Hare made sure she was buried in Babyland. Hare started adding small touches to this part of the cemetery more than 30 years ago to make it feel special. He built a bird bath and brought in angel statues that he painted by hand. I just wanted to put some color in the angel and the babies. The red on their clothes, the brown skin, the black hair, that's, that's all you... That's doing now. <laughs> Another longtime groundskeeper, William Belt Sr., says it was awkward to walk by the gravestones without acknowledging them. So he greeted each one. What would you say? Excuse me. Coming through, then I got myself together. It was new to me. The entire cemetery is huge, 30 acres. I've been walking this hill my whole life, so it doesn't seem very big. That's William's daughter, Jocelyn Belt. Not just her dad, but her brother and cousin are caretakers here too. In Babyland, parents leave dolls, little race cars, and other toys scattered on the ground. They just do things so differently in how they grieve and how they process the loss, respect their memory and all that. Gun violence is the number one cause of death for kids in the U.S. When the caretakers dig a grave, they feel that trend in their hands. These men collect data in their own way. They don't necessarily know exactly what happened. They'll always know that something isn't right, health-wise, medically-wise. They know when the gun numbers are up because they'll get a lot of shooting victims and things like that. The caretakers have faced two epidemics, COVID and guns. They did their best to keep up. Johnny Hare says many of the burials were for teens and young people who died from gunshot injuries. One time, it was just every weekend. It was just a study flow, you know. This one getting killed over here, this one getting killed over there. They fighting against each other some rival gangs, whatever they were. William Belt Jr., Jocelyn's brother, is also a caretaker. He says the work can take a toll, especially as a father. When it's a kid and they've lived a life and then you see other kids out, like they might have been their friends from daycare or uh, school or something, and they grieving, that's just sad. But there's little time to dwell on emotion as the men do their work. 
Supervisor Johnny Hare says there's always plenty to do. It's a job that got to be done. And this cemetery, no, not, there's nobody else to do it. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you, you just got to keep it, keep it together. I'm Carrie Anthony in Millstadt, Illinois. That story is from our partners at Kaiser Health News. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. A big thanks to Rod Milam for filling in over the past few days. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.